You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome on in BeckQL Daily, right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe Gier, and Hawks are with you. On a Wednesday, presented as always by BetMGM. Ton to do today. NFL Power Rankings coming up. We'll look at some teams outside our top five that we think have a chance to actually win the Super Bowl this year. We'll get to some great guests today. I mean, it's one of our best lineup of guests. Sebastian Salazar as we come down the stretch of the World Cup. Ben Brown, pro football focus on week 15. Mike Rutherford, we'll talk some college too soon. We start in the NBA, though. That was a wild game last night between the Celtics and the Lakers. The Celtics blow a 20-point lead. Lakers go up 13. They blow it, obviously, as we go to overtime. Celtics win there. And how about this? I believe we talked that the number was three and a half yesterday while we did mm-hmm. the show. Celtics by four in overtime. Like, imagine having a ticket on the Celtics last night. You're up 20. You feel great, right? You blow the lead. You feel dead. You're down 13. It's over. It gets to overtime, and you still cover the number Joe, this Celtics team at 22-7 and seven is outstanding. They're an outstanding team. I'd be really annoyed if I had to play on that game, and I stay up late. We still have much of the week left to go. It's a Tuesday TNT instead of a Thursday TNT night. We're just got to power through Friday. I'd be really annoyed if I had to play, and not only did I feel like I had it in pocket, like it was basically cashed, but also, okay, we go to overtime, and now we, we what was that sweat for? I don't even get a win or a loss after all that. Yeah, the closing number was four. Closing number was four. So if you were on the Lakers, I guess you make the case that you were on the right side. But um, depending on the number, some of you lost, some of you pushed. But, uh, yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, Tatum's season is just off the charts. I feel like we're still at a point when we talk about the Celtics, it's more team. It's about the success of the team. But when we talk about some of the other top top squads out there, it's the first thing you mentioned is star player. But maybe that shifts at some point this season because Tatum might might very well win the Michael Jordan Award. <laughs> nice. You got the updated award in there and everything. Oh, I mean, oh I it's easy thinking, now. Exactly. I was thinking about it this morning. I'm like, Okay, if you're the Lakers front office, are you like, okay, we were hanging with, you know, the best team in the NBA. We got to get some more pieces and fix this thing. Or are they just bad? You know, like what is what do you do with the Lakers side of things here? It was kind of like a vintage LeBron, you know, stat line. But I don't know if he can do that consistently with his age. But um, I guess if I'm the Lakers, it might give me a little confidence. But they're they're back to their losing ways again. I think yeah, I do think so, right? Yeah, I, I am too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you, yeah, if they get LeBron and Anthony Davis playing at their best and healthy, they've got to feel like they have a chance, right? I don't know if any of us are going to run to bet them to win the NBA title. They're eleven and sixteen, and they're older. But mm-hmm. I mean, there's not many teams, Joe, that have a duo like that, right? That can that could put up what set would they put up seventy points between the two of those guys? 33-37? I know the game went to overtime, but they have. I mean, what are they still? They're still two top 20 players. I mean, I don't know how far we want to drop LeBron James at this point, but whatever. Like, they're two top 20 yeah. players at the bare minimum. 
when they're healthy and on their games. So I'd feel optimistic this morning if I was a Lakers backer or fan. Sure. They're above 500 since their two and 10 start. They're nine and six. And in that, you've got an overtime loss to Boston and an overtime loss on Friday night at Philadelphia. Like, those yeah. are impressive outings. I, I don't think they, they look at it and say, we're okay, we're going to sell. We're not going to be in the mix here in the West. I think, okay, it wasn't a win, but hey, we did, we did all we could in that spot. We took the best team in the NBA to overtime. So um, I, I, I think in the end that they're going to look at that as a good thing. Yeah, and I wonder, you know, as the season goes on, you know, after Christmas come January, if this could be a team on the rise, you know, and maybe there is some mm -hmm. value now on this Lakers squad. Could be. Uh, maybe a win total or make the playoffs. You know, we, we could check those odds out, right, to, to what they are updated. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think their season's dead. I think they've played better basketball, and, and I think they'll continue <laughs> to play better. The other big one last night we talked about was the Warriors and the Bucks. I saw the clip Woo! of Steve Kerr before the game saying maybe a little bit of a championship hangover because he was asked, like, what's going on 2-11 and 11 on the road? And then they go yeah. out there last night and they get absolutely smacked by the Bucks. They're 2-12 and 12 on the road. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this with such a veteran team. You know, this happens to young teams in any sport. 2-12 and 12 on the road. Joe, that game wasn't even close last night. The Bucks just ran away. Giannis scored 30. And the Warriors just are kind of like, I don't know, middling out, 14 to 14. Yeah, how do you look at that? Like the road, the road woes continue or you just – another team, it's as good as anyone out there. And when you run into the great Bobby Portis game, the great Bobby Portis game, and Giannis is healthy, like you don't have much of a chance. Oh. And they, when they're filling guys, their energy guys coming off the bench are putting up 25, you're, you're pretty much dead. And when we're, when we're talking normally about the Warriors going through something, going through their struggles, it's about their superstars not being on the court. They're all there. They're all there. So what exactly is the problem? And last night, the start of a road trip. So the next week is going to be very interesting for them. I mean, Steph Curry scored 20 despite missing seven of 10 three-point attempts. So I guess if he's not hitting his threes, it's not good for the team either. Well, that's uh, – no, you're right about that. It's not. So that, that game wasn't close. The Lakers one was at least entertained last night. So I, I'd say last night was a good slate in the it NBA. I, I did know – and Bede went under his point prop. When, when you start seeing these point props at 32-33, how do you bet the over? Like, I know that, that we have some great scorers in the league right now. But so Embiid last night was 32-and-a-half. He scored 31. They won last night over the Kings. You know, it was not even close. I mean, they, they, they played well last night. But, like – can you guys bet point props in the mid thirties? I find it very I never hard do. to do that. I never do. Yeah, I don't care what the matchup is with injuries. It's it's completely over. Um, if you miss a little bit of time, uh, blowouts those are very tough to get over. If yeah. you're on either end of a blowout, so you got to have a competitive game throughout. Usually, I completely pass on those. I'm looking if I'm doing something with the superstar. I'm looking at one of the other stat categories instead, where I can find some value. Not when we're into the thirties with points. Exactly. Or you, I just avoid the superstar and look for someone else matchup wise that can right. go over a point total right. of like seven, eight, something much lower than 30. That's that's a hard pass. The, uh, the, the other. Yeah, I was yeah, just going to add that the other one from last night, the team that's been getting some buzz over the last week they had their butts kicked by the jazz. New Orleans. 
I think, I think that's worth mentioning. So wondering if things are going to stabilize there. You know, it's funny, in that specific matchup, you have Utah on one side, the team that, that wouldn't stop winning in the beginning when everybody expected them to tank. And now the Pelicans start to get some chatter, right, around some of their uh, star players with Zion and all sorts of awards for the Pels. And then they, they go out to Utah and it was a non-competitive game. I bet a lot of people out there took under jazz tickets, right? They were a clear tanking mm-hmm. thought, right? And then you thought it was probably dead if you have one of those tickets 10 games into the season. What did they run off? So like an 8-2 and two start or whatever it was. You're probably like, oh, my. But then they stopped winning, and they fell back basically to 500. And you probably thought, like, maybe it's alive again. Maybe they're going to lose, you know, 40 of 50 or whatever because they're supposed to be really bad. Well, I mean, they have 16 wins through 30 games. They're probably going to go over their win total with – you know, even if they lose a lot of games, they're probably going to get over, what was it, the low 20s, upper 20s, whatever that never closed at for their win total. Mm-hmm. So it's always interesting with those, how teams could be completely different than you think, uh, and they are. All right, before we get to some news in the sports betting and, and mobile sports betting world, we got to talk about our guy, Connor Allen, one of our favorite guests, uh, who jumps on with us, talks mm-hmm. NFL from time to time. So last night, Alexander Ovechkin in the NHL scored his 800th career goal, which, which is obviously an awesome accomplishment, one of the great players ever. He did it on a hat trick. Our guy, Connor Allen, bet the hat trick. So Ovechkin goes into the game, 797 career goals. He wanted some action on it. He took it for a hat trick. Boom, 800. 25 to 1. That's a heck of a ticket. And, like, that's such a cool moment yeah. to have that ticket. Right? You could bet it on a hat trick any game. But to bet it on his 800th career goal, how about our guy Connor Allen? It's pretty good. What a call. And uh, the first goal happened 24 seconds into the game. And then he also, the goal number two also happened in the first period. And, and then he gets it home, you know, a little bit into the third period. What a great call because the Blackhawks stink. Um, they, they, they're just god awful. That's a really good spot. I wonder how much of it was. That, that Connor's in Chicago, so he knows a little bit about the Blackhawks and how terrible they are. And, you know, th- that's a decent stage. He didn't get it done at home for Ovechkin, but that's a decent stage going up against uh, the Blackhawks. The house is always full, so I'm sure he wanted to get it get it out of the way. And once you get two, like, oh, all right, let's go. Let's do it with the hat trick. And um happened last night, uh, number 800. So, yeah, that was a great call, man. I don't know if he was at the game and he, if he was looking for a little bit of action. Sometimes you just fire away. And the, and the bet actually made sense. Uh, hat tricks, very challenging to predict. But why not against one of the NHL's worst teams? Yeah, that's awesome. And so happy for Ovi having covered him and when they went on their Stanley Cup run. Just a great guy. So fun. He was so funny in the locker room when I was around him. Um, so happy to see him reach this milestone. I'm sure and Pew- I believe Connor Pew- put no, out there was, was his first, <laughs> first career, ho- first hockey game he's ever been to. Which is oh, wild. he was there. Like, okay. Wow. Yeah, he was there. So it's his first so, that's the only game. reason he made the bet. That's the only reason he made the bet because he wanted to see it happen because he was going to be in the house. Right? Well, it, like, it, it's a double whammy, right? If you, anytime any of us go to games, right, in the back of your mind, you wonder, can I see history tonight, right? That's part of being a sports fan. Can I see something unique? Well, there was that, it was out there, right? He was close enough that he could get three goals in a game, and that's not crazy. But then to bet it on top of it, that's, that's a great hit. So congratulations to our guy, Connor Allen. All right, um, an update on, on mobile sports betting. We do this from time to time on the show. We give everyone an update on what we're hearing, reading, seeing, knowing. So we're up to, what, 32 states? Ohio's about to go live on January 1st, which 
I mean, how about that coincidence that we get it right around the time Ohio State could be in a national championship game uh, if they make it. Not a coincidence. Not a coincidence. coincidence. (laughs) That was set up on perfect, uh, perfectly. But Ohio is going to be joining on January 1st, which means we're now going to get 32 states. Also, Joe, I just thought of this as you said it. The Bengals, we all think, and we'll get to power rankings coming up, have a real chance to get back to a Super Bowl. So the Bengals are going to be deep in the playoffs, likely again in the state of Ohio, as everyone in that state can, can uh, put mobile sports betting. So up to 32. I, I mean, it's getting to the point where it feels like we're getting close to almost everyone's going to cross this line. I mean, I don't know. In some states, there might be more, take more time than others. But uh, 32 is a big number out of 50 states. We're, we're more, well more than halfway there now. I know. I, I kind of stopped tracking it for a while once we got to around half uh, half the states. And then I'm like, whoa, we're in we're well into the 30s. And uh, the, the question for me is, what about the big boys? When's that going to happen? There's a lot involved. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're close. But the real game changers are California and Texas. If and when those happen, that then it then we take uh, legalized sports betting to a new level. But yeah, um, yeah, certainly not a coincidence. The timing of Ohio, most states, that, that's what they do. They try to put it around a, a massive event for their state or just a massive sports betting event in general. In Illinois, when we uh, launched, it was about a week before March Madness started. So that's what a lot of these states like to do. It's either something local, Super Bowl, March Madness, start of the NFL season. Uh, that That's normal practice. And I think Ohio's... Ohio's a monster, actually. Kind of flying under the radar. Midwest, people don't think about it. But think about the number of, of large sports cities you have within Ohio, with Cincinnati, and also Cleveland. And that's a big college basketball state. And then you have the people that are, I don't know, is Kentucky legal? legal? I forgot. But if they're not, people would cross the border from Kentucky. Indiana's already legal. They're big in college basketball. Um, the Reds are huge. I know they stink right now, but that is a big baseball city. One of the, one of the few cities that, probably not right now because of Borough, but one of the few cities in America where you can make the case that baseball's actually been bigger over the years than football. Yep. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, California, Texas, I can't wait for it. I'll probably be. I don't think it's happening. I don't think it's happening. <laughs> Those are the two places I want to move, probably. The only two places it's not legal. <laughs> doesn't when I was in any, yeah. when I was in Texas for the World Series, people there that I were talking to, just like you know, Astros fans that were in the building, they were like beside themselves that it hasn't happened. Because I I was kidding that like really? I wanted to go on and live bet the Phillies, you know, during the game. I was kidding with them. They're like, I wish we could do it, and then they wish they had it, but they don't. Yeah. Quickly. Ohio is the sixth biggest population of any state in the country. It is a monster. Doesn't surprise me. Wow. Columbus, too. There's another yeah. one. Big cities, a lot of people. So that's it's a big one for mobile sports betting. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. On the other side, it's time for NFL Power Ranks. Our top five teams of pro football next.